Okay. So I guess I want to talk about this topic because I feel like I'm just a little bit, I don't know. There's a part of me as a little person that was shy, right? That just kind of sunk into the shy mode of living life. I was like, you know, I don't have to live big. I can just live a little, right? I can just live a little and then die a little and just call that my life, right? Like I don't have to amount to anything. It's gonna be fine. I'm just gonna kind of live my life and it's gonna be fine, right? Like why do I need to stretch myself any further than, than I need to, right? And I don't know, there's something that percolated in me over time as a human being that was like, you know what though? I don't really think that's what I'm meant to do. You know, I don't think at the end of my life that if I just kind of said I live small, the end, um, that's all I wanted to do, right? I kind of have a sense that there's something else. If I wanted to live small, I probably would have died small, right? I probably would have just been in the womb, done, right? And, and been done with it, right? But for me, I'm like, I have a sense there's something else. So, you know, when I was 12, I, that's when I decided. That year, I decided I'm not going to be shy this year. I'm just going to be open to all the things that I could possibly be open to and just see how I can fly with it, right? So I committed myself to that. And then for a good, like, six-year jaunt, I just did it, right? Six years, maybe let's call it seven years because then it was like seven, eight, eight years even. Eight years of just solid jaunting, like almost sprinting, right? Just like planning out my life three months out in advance and just like nailing out all the goals and just doing it. And, and that was just me, right? And I just kind of had to sense that I was gonna do that for the rest of my life and that was just how I was gonna live. Thought I was gonna be this like millionaire boss lady kind of person and just like, like I don't know, take over the world or something to like bring about world peace or something, right? And and then it just, you know, different things happened in my life that I wasn't expecting, you know? I, there was this one year I thought I was gonna go to Hawaii and just like go and live my life and just like explore and, and learn and explore and explore and just do that. But then there was another plan. It was like, hey, the prompting came, well, what if you could just have a calm year and just, just improve your relationship with two people, right? Two really important people in your life. And I was like, oh dear. That's kind of a, a big task. You know, that's even harder than going to live in a different place and learn all these new things and everything. It is so much harder to take a whole year just to improve that relationship, right? It's like, okay, I can try. So then I go and try it and it turns out I not only gained those two relationships as like some really important relationships in my life for me for, you know, the next 14 years counting, right, to to bring about so much change in every area of my life, because that was the year that I met my husband as well, because I was kind of having a calm year, right, and that was also, you know, because of him as well, I've been able to get really in tune and in touch with my family history, right, and so that's been phenomenal, right, like I would never have been able to bring about those changes in my life by myself, without that guidance to be like, hey, what if you did this instead, right? And then and I was like, whoa, 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 that's a totally different idea, right? That's a totally different plan. It doesn't have anything to do with what I just said that I thought I was going to do, and now it's something else. 
And then I was, that's when I know, you know, I, I love, I love that my father in heaven knows me so well that he prompts me with things that are really hard for me, right? He helps me see that his prompting is something that, that I'm resisting the most. And because I'm resisting it the most, I know that's what I need to be doing because it's not coming from me, right? It's not what I would naturally do by myself if I was just thinking up my own ideas, right? And so that was, that was good. And when I talk about resisting the most, I mean resisting the most because I know it's going to make me have to work and, and learn something and become a leader in that thing versus just sitting back and letting someone else do it. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So that's been really cool to kind of consider. Um, and then along this journey, it's been this beautiful journey. There's nothing like being, um, like, woven together with another person's heart and spirit and soul to the point where you become something else together, right? Where you're not just by yourselves living your lives anymore, but you, you become something else altogether, right? And that's been my experience recently, right? In the last 13 years, that's been my thing, where it's like, you know, I used to do my own goal thing and just do push, push, push and, and do that. But ever since getting into this relationship with this person that, that I'm sealed with, right? Like we are one, then it becomes, well, I might have my own ambitions and things like that, but I need to be considerate of this other person and their pace, right? I need to be considerate of their energy. I need to be considerate of where they're at and, and what is my role in being some kind of a help meet support person for them. So like, so instead of thinking I need to do all these 10 million things to achieve, mostly my goals have transitioned into, I need to show up as a whole person. And what does that look like, right? So then I can be some kind of a support and love for this other person, right? And then I think, okay, well, how could I show up as this whole person? And then, and then it gets deeper, right? Like the layers kind of get deeper. At first I thought, oh, maybe that means I'll go and like, you know, create a way for me to be healthy, you know, for sustainability's sake, right? So then I go on these like little rabbit trails of nutrition stuff or rabbit trails of exercise kind of stuff or rabbit trails of just health in general because that's kind of my idea of, oh, this is how to show up as a whole person when I'm healthy and strong physically, right? That was my mentality growing up. But as I've grown up a little bit, it doesn't stop at physical. It actually keeps going. Like we need to be spiritually strong. We need to be intellectually strong. We need to be socially strong, right? And as I've processed all these things, it's been a, quite an experience for me to learn how to do this in consideration of this other person that I just love so dearly, right? It's like, instead of having these crazy, crazy, over-the-top kind of goals for me to just push and work towards, it's actually transformed into how could I be even more thoughtful, right? How could I be even more caring, right? How could I be even more sensitive, right? How can I be even more encouraging? How can I be even more soft? How could I become even more calm and orderly? And, you know, and, and it's not to say that I, I need to become someone else necessarily, right? It's not to say that I should like, you know, molding to my spouse doesn't have to mean I need to become everything that they are and be this like twin, right? I don't need to be their twin. 
But what's really important for me that I've learned over the years is it, it's still very important for me to be considerate though, right? And if I'm not able to empathize and really feel what they feel and understand them, how can I be considerate of them, right? And, and it takes a lot of my energy to be that level of focus and clarity to be that considerate, right? And, and I miss the mark a lot, right? I, I say things too rough or I'm, you know, I, I hurt feelings here and there or, or I do my tornado thing and then I overlap into their life and, and, and <laughs> I'm kind of a liability sometimes, right? Like I just feel like, I just feel so blessed for the people in my life that are still in my life that put up with me because I feel so much of a liability sometimes. But that's not the podcast I was trying to write or, or talk about. The podcast I was trying to say is basically this has been my journey, right? This has been my journey dancing back and forth between becoming and interacting with another human being, being sealed with them and being considerate of them, right? And having this back and forth for the last 13 years. And then also alongside with that relationship, for the last 12 years, it's been the relationship and the dance of doing the mother thing. And I used to write about this all the time, right? It was my whole life. I'd write, I'd like document every second of the day, be like, they just took another breath. Cause they're still alive, right? Like I'd be like every five minutes, I'm like, are they still alive? Yes, they're still alive, right? Like I was so keen, right? And there was just this, and I was so keen on making sure the birth was excellent, right? Like, I needed to have an excellent birth, right? Excellent pregnancy. But then every time, right, it was like, it's like, I know how to have an excellent pregnancy, excellent birth. But then when the kids come, it's like, okay, I know how to nurse. I know how to diaper. And then after that, it's like, my hands are empty. I'm just like, ah. Like, like in the Chinese, there's this term that's called, like, something like, hengdu. Like, it's like this... Like, it's like your bananas, like you're giving bananas, like your, your hands are empty, like bananas, like big, big, thick bananas. That's all you have to offer. And you're just kind of like, you're like, what? Like, I have no idea, right? Like, I don't know. Cause I, I, I only know up to this point, right? I, I haven't gone past that. So then this kind of trails into that concept that there is where, you know, people talk about having a goal, but then they, they, like the expert goal people talk about how you need to not just have a goal, you need to have a goal that's just past that goal too. So that once you get to the goal, you know what you're doing right after, right? So that you're not just like, you get to the goal and then you just like drop. Because you're like, oh, I did the goal, done, right? And then, but then you like, you fall after that, right? So I think that's what I need to do. Um, I guess I've been a little bit lax in this area because I don't know, I guess I, I have a tendency, I feel like being lax is more kind sometimes because of my personality and my energy type, right? It's better for me to be lax than to hurt people's feelings, to kick their butt, to, to make them hate me, to make them feel like they'd rather just go hang out with their soft, like, friend type attached people than spend time with me because I'm a little bit too intense when I'm really on, right? And so then that's what I've been trying to avoid lately. I've just kind of been like Jonah. I'm like, no, they're good. I don't need to do anything. I'll just go over here. Then I, I feel like I've got this whale. I'm in the whale right now. I'm in the whale and I'm like, okay, I get it. I'm supposed to do something, right? Like, I get it, right? 
But at the same time, I think I just need to lean on the Lord some more, right? I think I need to stop thinking that I'm going to wreck people by interacting with them, and I'm going to wreck them by, by talking, and I'm going to wreck them by saying anything about anything and having any opinion about anything, right? Because it, it's different now. It kind of is, right? When they were little, all it was about was playing tag and reading stories and doing it all over again. And then, and, and then the ref and, and the play and the imagination and, and then supporting them in their environment and all this kind of stuff, right? And I didn't realize that when they learned how to talk, that sometimes the things that they would say would hurt my feelings, right? And so I, in some ways, I've had to learn a lot of forgiveness over the years. Like when they're little, you kind of have this idea, oh, I'm going to forgive everything, right? You just have this beholding kind of a gesture that you're, you're capable of forgiving everything that your child could ever do. Absolutely, right? And then for some reason, when the talking starts, it's like, oh, wait a minute. You just said something, right? And you, and I didn't like the way you said that to me. And now I have to, like, I need to get better from that experience because I'm feeling sad, right? And so then, then it's this whole human experience. Then it's not just this one-sided mom gives all. Then it's like there's that, that slight dependency in some ways for this coexistent relationship to become a back and forth. And so... Because of my avoidancy and my, you know, like not engaging with this for a while, I feel like it's, it's, it's only kind of made it worse. You know, in the last week, I've just felt like this draining feeling of like, I don't think people know how to respect me in this house because I haven't taken the time to explain it because I don't want to offend them in telling them that they're wrong, right? <laughs> in, in, in the ways that they've done or said or whatever things, right? And because I don't want to do that, right? I don't want to be that person. That's why you usually have this other person. Like growing up, it was my mom's older sister, right? It was my mom's sisters that would come and they'd be like the boss ladies because my mom would just kind of like be avoidant and then they'd come and be the boss ladies, be like, you didn't do this, you didn't do that, you need to take care of your mom better, like all, they'd lay it out. They would be that person for my mom, right? And I'd be like, and, and then I'd be like, okay, what does it mean to clean my room? I don't know what that means. I don't know what you mean when you say that, that you're going to give that or else, right? Like if I, if I don't do this thing, right? So anyway, but I don't really have that kind of thing, right? Because I'm kind of the most, I'm the most kick your butt kind of person out of all the people I know, right? So it's not like I'm going to be able to ask anybody else to be like, can you just come in my house and just take charge and just like tell everybody what's what, right? Um, so then I have to kind of be that person that I don't really want to be that person. I don't want to, right? So then I'm like, okay, how am I going to have this prayer? It's like, Heavenly Father, am I just going to say, Heavenly Father, could you just like work the magic wand thing and like inspire everybody in their hearts to like think about what might be a good idea at all the given moments of the day so that I don't need to be this naggy lady that is the person that's like constantly asking people to do this, that, or the other, or whatever, right? I don't know the answer yet, right? Like, I don't know what approach is going to work the best. All I know is that what I'm doing right now isn't working either, right? It's, it's not working for me to just play the card of like, 
I don't know anything, and I don't have any opinions about anything, and I don't want to infringe on anything, you know, like playing the card of I'm just the maid, and I'm just the um, coordinator of activities when I find out about them in the community, because that's my, I think I that's my talent, right? Like, I kind of have a knack for, like, having a pulse on whatever's going on and making sure that we're there, right? But even then, right? Like, I, I don't know. I'm just in this process right now of really being honest with my Heavenly Father. I'd be like, what is my thing? Like, if I could give one thing this year, right, what could it be? And I'm sure that it was different in different years, right? When, when people were little, it was all about, hey, it's like, this is awesome. This is like, hang out and behold. Like, behold would probably be the word for a lot of years, right? Behold and cherish and just like be awesome. Those, those areas of beholding and delighting and gifts in the garden, all of that life, right? Absolutely awesome, right? And then as I enter this next life, it's like maybe I don't have the answers because I haven't been led through that um, walkway yet, personally. And maybe that's why it's so important for me to go to this retreat so that I can understand for myself, what does it mean for me to rest? What does it mean for me to play? What does it mean for me to grow? And like, how can I translate that into protecting this environment and space for others that I respect deeply? That's the other thing. It's like, I have my relationship with my husband and it's pretty cut and dry, like simple, right? It's, it's pretty easy to follow. But then when it comes to me and all these younger people, it's like, I have this like heightened awareness. My experience with any other situation in my life has not prepared me for this, right? It hasn't because every single person is different. Every single person is cherished for their individual worth from Heavenly Father for who they are. And I've never had this intense, intimate relationship with anyone else before. With anyone else, you know, friends and like other people that I've mentored in the community, it's cut and dry. It's cut and dry because it's just, you, you don't get emotionally charged about different things. You don't get offended about different things because everything's light and easy, easy breezy. And you don't, you don't feel that the intensity of like, you know, if something goes wrong, oh, it means a big thing, right? When it's like, when you're with all those other situations, it's like, no, it's like, this is just like an easy thing. Like, it's just like a pass the towels, advice, suggestion, whatever. It's not like, it doesn't have to become anything more than what we want it to be, right? So I'm still in this process of figuring out, like, so how, how can I translate that kind of easy breezy kind of feel into what I do with my family in a way that, that is also useful and helpful and like, and I'm not saying that I need to tap into my kick your butt kind of abilities. I think I have those abilities for specific reasons. Like if I was gonna like need to protect my family, I have the power to do that. I'm a scary person when I need to be, right? And that's probably why I did the whole wrestling rugby kind of stuff because I do. I have a very keen sense of evil and discernment and what's coming and like it's not often that I get caught off guard right um, so I think that is my mama bear side right like I can keep that stored away in this mama bear vault that only needs to come out when there's the like the big red alert okay now's the time to tap into the kick your butt space because someone's gonna need to be saved right um, 
but on a day-to-day -day basis, you know, like I, I have a sense that there's a reason why I got to learn about sensitivity from my husband, right? Because I have people to be sensitive to, right? Like, like my husband has been such a wonderful, like, support and, and person for me to learn how to be this way with others. I never knew how to do this before. He's been my constant example of how to be like an actual nice person. Like an actual nice person. Like a person that's naturally nice, right? Like, uh, that's a learned thing for me. Like, I'm just still learning how to, like, be polite and how to, like, wait my turn and, like, how to, like, how to, how to, like, like, when I say sorry that I actually mean it, right? Like, and all of those things, right? And so, so thankfully, I could be married to him first before having these sweet little children that are a little bit like him sometimes, right? And then I'm like, okay, okay, let's bite our tongue a little bit, let's, like, Figure out from Heavenly Father how we borrow your love and strength and your capacity to do this because this is not my natural nap. It is not, and I'm not saying it's a burden because it's not. I'm saying that I know that there's a reason for all of this, right? It used to be that I was like, oh no, this was the wrong match make, right? Like, like we are wrongly matched because this is really hard to figure out each other, and it just seems that every time one person or the other person opens their mouth, it's just this constant, like, upheaval, right? Like, we're not even trying to not get along. And, and it just happens, right? It's just happening. And you just have no control over somebody feeling offended because of something that was said, like, unawares, that it would be an offensive point and, and all of that kind of stuff, right? So, I guess I'm just in this place right now where I'm trying to simplify you know, I'm trying to tap into what Heavenly Father would want me to see because it's not complicated. That's the thing. When I'm with my relationship with my husband, it's not complicated, right? I want to tap into this place where I can perceive that my momhood life, my 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. life, my 24-7 life, my nighttime parenting life, all of that, how could it be simple, right? How could it be as simple as, like, Starting with maybe the things that I can do, right? That I'm delighted to do. That I that I can genuinely be like, oh yeah, this is me all day long, right? Like, I have absolute no-brainers, right? It's a no-brainer. Doing the books thing. Doing the, the book study thing. Doing the discussing things thing. I still need to learn how to listen. That's good for me to have a challenge. And, and also the chess thing. But, but then that's lame because not everybody wants to do that with me either. So, I won't even say that as a thing because I, like, I can't really say that as a thing. So, and then, and then what else, right? What else could I say is my thing? You know, like, maybe it could be a yoga thing, right? But I've kind of dropped that. i kind of dropped that because I'm just like, it's okay. Like, I don't have to have people follow what I do and what I'm passionate about, like, People don't have to be that way for me to associate and, and love them, right? And so it's just like, I'm, I've, I've been okay to just drop that. You know, like maybe if there was like some kind of yoga connection, like maybe, but maybe I'll just say it's dropped, right? Uh, maybe if there was some kind of like book connection, that's probably good. Maybe if there was some kind of like foodie connection kind of thing, which used to be a thing, 
right? I remember so many photos I've taken. Me in the kitchen with the little sweeties and just loving it, right? Like, I don't know why. I love, I love giving little sweeties opportunities to make big messes. Maybe that's why I live such a stressed life too, because I, in the moment, I love making a big mess, right? But in another moment, I hate cleaning up a big mess. So, so in some ways, I create my own problems because of my passion sometimes. So that's okay. And, and then, so then here's me trying to explore and brainstorm, like, what, what could be a thing, right? What could be a thing, like a healing point, like a glue, and all of these things, right? And thankfully, thankfully, we have Heavenly Father, right? We have our temple, we have scriptures, we have family home evening kinds of things. I think that's why he had those things to be like, you have to do a family home evening every week, right? Like, that's just got to be one of those things that you're aware of. That, like, families don't just happen. Families don't just want to be together forever, like, just because they're born together or whatever, right? Or living under the same house. Like, there needs to be time taken to actually build those bonds of love and connection and and at least creating an environment that, that can be supportive of that, right? So that's kind of important for me to pay attention to. Um, and then also I've been striving for this like family dinner kind of thing recently. It's like, you know, I really do care. You know, that's why I like moved the table into the kitchen because I was like, maybe that will help us to eat together more often, right? So that we're not just like all in our separate individual places all the time because that's kind of how I was raised, right? I was just raised where we were just all roommates and we just kind of did our own schedules and we never really actually interconnected, ever, ever, right? Like we didn't, maybe if we were grocery shopping at the same time because it just happened to happen, right? But there was no actual intentional, hey, we have this scheduled thing, let's go and do it. Other than maybe Chinese New Year that was planned by another family and we all went to it, right? That was like the only time we were all on the same page going to the same thing, being present with one another. Like, and, and in some ways, I kind of felt like, yeah, that was my upbringing, and I don't necessarily feel like I have to have ill feelings about it, and I feel like I don't want to have to live that life over again. I've already been there, done that, right? There's a side of me that's like, no, like, I already know what that's like. And I don't necessarily feel like I had any fruits from that life. It was kind of a fruitless way to live. Like, you have this beautiful opportunity to be with these other individuals, and it, it all was kind of wasted. It was all wasted on other things. And that's probably why it was so important for me to take that one year to just take time for these individuals and actually recuperate and restitute all that was lost in, like, the last 18 years of not really connecting. And so here I am just like trying to process what does this look like for me moving forward with my little people in my life and me trying to process what it's going to look like for me to process that in my own self to do the whole self-mothering life and but then also not not get so caught up with the self-mothering life that I forget that I only have 17 more years left maybe even like 10, right? Who knows how independent this little last person will be to be like, oh, out of here, like, I'm done, right? Like, I'm like, I'm like a toaster, right? Like Pop-Tart, like I'm Pop-Tart, done, like, done early, right? 
And so I just, I just hope and pray that I will have some kind of perspective, right? When I do have some clarity, if I did know, it would be like, okay, well, I know in 30 years time, I want us to be all around the table or all around the baptistry, wherever, right? In the temple and just like hanging out and talking about our best experiences. So cool. Very pretty. Very good. Very pretty. My best experiences were every time we were up together. Oh, your best experiences every time we're together? <laughs> and so that's kind of my thought. It's like, yeah, like we could be all around a temple doing stuff. We could be all around the table, joking about things, talking about things. We could be, basically, it is what was just said, right? It's basically anytime we're all around, around being in the same place together and actually being alive together. Like actually taking the time to be thoughtful of one another, wanting to engage and keeping that synergy going, right? And that's the moment that I have in my mind, 30 years from now. We're all with our spouses, maybe some children, and we just have this place where we can feel like we're all together right now. Like what a blessing, right? Like those are the moments that I wanna to have together. These alive together moments where we can be creating more memories together, right? And like continuing more memories together and, and, and loving those memories together, right? Whatever it might look like. Cause really that's the thing. It's like that if, if, I, if we have any culture in our family, it's, it's the concept that we don't have to be dependent on anything else but each other because we have nothing else. We only have each other, right? Like, that's kind of the idea. Like, you know, when I think about me and my husband, it's like sometimes we try to plan, oh, maybe we would like to go on a vacation to do this, that, or the other. But usually it turns out we're like, why did we even do that? We would have been way better just having a staycation, hanging out together in our house, just loving each other and like making food together and just joking and laughing together, like just living a regular life together, basically, right? Like that's, that's our forte, right? Just, just, we don't have to wait for these momentous events in our lives to feel like, oh, that is the way to live. No, like I actually have a sense that there's beauty in being able to take all the bored, like so-called potentially bored moments of any day and actually turn it into this, this wonderful connecting time, right? So that's kind of my thoughts.